Hi there, I'm Russ, and welcome to Dapper Dividends. I'm beyond a beginner, far from an expert, and there's a good chance I know something you don't. The following content are my opinions on investing in life and are not financial advice, but shared for your fun and entertainment. Now that's Dapper. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to give a quick apology and a heads up that the ensuing episode has some technical difficulties. Turns out I have a bad USB cable and I had to do this show three times. So all apologies. And as Motley Crue is saying, now on with the show. Tuesday, May 12th, 2020. I am Russ. And if you're hearing my voice, wherever you're hearing my voice, whenever you're hearing my voice, I really want to thank you because of all the voices you could be listening to right now, you are listening to mine and I am flattered. So thank you. Today's podcast is going to start with a little bit of a sad note. Uh, We lost one of my favorite actors ever, Jerry Stiller, the now late and always great Jerry Stiller died yesterday of natural causes at 92 years of age. If you're not aware of who Jerry Stiller is, he was the father of Ben Stiller and he played one of my favorite characters of any TV show in any series. He played Frank Costanza on the comedy series Seinfeld. If you don't know Frank Costanza, I would suggest after this is over, because you definitely need to listen to my show, you should go to YouTube and type in Frank Costanza highlights or best of Frank Costanza. I do not think you will be disappointed. Uh, He also had a role a few years later as the father of Lee Remini's character on King of Queens. He played Arthur Spooner, and I watched that show basically to see Jerry Stiller continue acting and ply his craft, and he will be missed. He had not been making anything as of late, but that's okay because he left us with a treasure trove of comedic genius so definitely check him out so what did i buy this week so far well it's only two days into the week but every week i buy because i'm a dividend growth investor so i'm always putting new capital into work into the market and i am always reinvesting as of things stand right now i bought some Ticker symbol O, realty income at $54.50. I am actually averaging up on that, but I'd like to further broaden my exposure to real estate. And I don't think I would ever want to own real estate. I have a friend who is a landlord and owns some properties, and it doesn't look like it's something for me. So I'll take the low bar and I will diversify into realty income trusts. I'll diversify into real estate income trusts with companies like Realty Income is what I believe I meant to say. I also, non-stock market related, on a whim, I bought some more Bitcoin. Not a lot. Uh, Average down on that. My average is now a whopping $11,392.35. Uh, I'm just buying Bitcoin to see what happens if it turns out to be the magical cryptocurrency or the magical currency that uh, its adherents think it will be. And that time will tell, but I'm going to hold it until cryptocurrency or Bitcoin goes away, which I don't think it will. I think it has its time and place. 
and I think we're just seeing the nascent stages of it right now. So I bought some more Bitcoin. I'll tell you, I bought a hundred bucks. It's not, it's not a lot, but it's something. And it's a hundred bucks I had more than before. So we'll see what happens in that. And now back to the market buy is my last one yesterday. I picked up a few more shares of Simon Property Group, ticker symbol SPG. I bought those at $55 and 99 cents. I saw a little bit of a pop today because there was news out that they were planning on reopening 50% of their centers this week. And then the market started taking a dump. So I think it fell with the broader market. I don't think it was uh, obviously all Simon related. But just touching a little bit more on Simon Property Group, <clears throat> their quarter one profits, I looked, had actually fallen to 20.2%. And what gives me a little bit of hope is that I read that, this is a CNBC article, by the way, that I uh, was reading today, that they suspended or eliminated more than a billion dollars of expenses that were related to new development and redevelopment projects. Uh, they're doing that in an effort to manage costs. They also furloughed some workers and they slashed uh, executive pay. So this is definitely something I think they're gonna do to try and keep that dividend maintained. There has been no announcement yet. I think that's forthcoming what's gonna happen with their dividend. So also their funds from operations fell to $980.6 million or $2.78 per share. And that was down from $1.08 billion or $3.04 a share from a year ago. The, uh, the funds from operations basically is something used to primarily assess uh, real estate investment trusts. And it's basically the cash flow that's generated by the operation of their business. So that's obviously down. They also did not break out their rent. They didn't break out who's paying rent or who didn't pay rent of their tenants. And generally, I think that the worst case uh, is priced into their stock. They may <clears throat> continue to trend down a little bit more if the market trends down. But uh, for them, I think the worst is baked in. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. And as I always say, nobody knows. And I reserve the right to be wrong because it is my opinion. And also from that article, I noticed that uh, they, not noticed, I read it. On February 10th, they bought Taubman Centers for $3.6 billion. And that was basically, they paid 51% uh, premium over the pre-crash numbers on that. So they've definitely got some debt, but they're a REIT. So obviously REITs, uh, as all landlords do, they make their money from debt. So I'm not too concerned about their, their high debt. I think they will continue to generate plenty of revenue as they cater to they cater to a more wealthy clientele outlet centers premium outlet centers they're not really involved obviously in strip malls so i think they have a good model i think when they acquire Taubman centers that that's going to help them grow even more when things get back to normal wanted to let you know that i did see that their burn rate is 525 million dollars a month and over the last three months, that's been about $1.6 billion, or in three months, that would equate to $1.6 billion. They have also $25 million in annual interest, and that would equate to a $36 billion loss in market cap since their highs. 
And I do not think that is justified. I think that's way overblown. I think they're way oversold. And when things start to return to normal, I think Simon Property Group is going to be well over $100 a share. But I am buying for the, if, the dividend income. I'm buying for the dividend growth. I do not plan on selling anytime soon in the next decade or two. So I am going to continue to hold. And I think the risk is basically, like I said, baked in. Uh, the biggest unknown is what tenants will go bankrupt, what tenants will leave. And I think the worst case scenario is something that Welltower did where they had a 30% reduction in the dividend and they also boosted share repurchases though. So I think it could be something akin to those lines and I'm hopeful. I don't think they'll cut their dividend, but if they did, I would definitely not be surprised. And one thing that this whole thing has taught me is that I'm learning and I'm always learning no matter how long I've been doing this. Every day I want to learn something no matter what it is in any aspect of my life. So I'm focusing on the cream of the crop, the top of the pops, which would be my companies, my beautiful, beautiful blue chip dividend growth companies, solid as can be. Their yields may not be as high as some others, but that comes with a little bit of a blanket of safety, I think. So companies like J&J, Johnson & Johnson, MCD McDonald's, uh, Starbucks, SBUX, 3M, MMM, companies like that, just quality, safe, don't have to really worry about a dividend cut. Funny little story I did also see on CNBC was that the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Dr. Fauci. If you're in the United States, you're probably pretty familiar with Dr. Fauci. Uh, he said, in his opinion, that if we open up the economy too soon, if we reopen too soon, we're going to cause more death and more economic damage. And he said, quote, there is real risk that you will trigger an outbreak that you may not be able to control, close quote. Whether that's true or not, he doesn't know. We don't know. I think that it's not as bad as they thought it was going to be, but because the government will do what the government will do, that they're sticking to their guns and they're going to keep things closed. And I've said it before. I was talking with a coworker today. I said, it's going to go so far. Here in Illinois, people are planning protests and they're not going to be able to stop people that are already starting to open up businesses. People are defying orders, just like Mr. Elon Musk in California. He is defying the Alameda County, uh, the Alameda County's health department that they're only supposed to conduct, conduct minimum business. And he said, nope, I'm opening up. I don't care what you say. So I kind of agree with him. I think he may be a little bit too outspoken. I do like his vehicles. I have ridden in a few. I've never driven one. And someday I hope to own one. The company, I don't think their finances, their finances are absolutely atrocious. But I like Elon Musk. I like their cars. And I wish them all the best. I'm just not an investor into Tesla. And he is the anti-Fauci. He is leading the charge to reopen, calling it fascist, that the governments are keeping people out of work. He says they're robbing them of freedom. And I'll tell you what, he says stuff that I tend to agree with. And we're in a place that I don't think anybody knows what the exact right answer is. And we're in a bit of a pickle. And where it's going to go, I don't know. But I do know that this will blow over. And like all things, this will definitely end one day.
All right, well, I'm going to take a little bit of a break here for a second. There may or may not be a commercial. You're going to find out. And I guess if I listen back to, I will as well. So follow me on RustyRam78 at Twitter. And I also have, as I say, something called Stashing Worthy Acorns on YouTube. And what I do is I review the Stash app, the Worthy Bonds app, and the Acorns app. I put $50 uh, to start into those. I'm also putting in $20 a month for two years, and I'm sharing every week what goes on with those on YouTube. So check it out. And that is Stashing Worthy Acorns. And I'll be right back. So this is the part of the show where I just talk about anything that's not market related or not stocks related. And I, I just, again, if you're still listening, thank you very much. You can let me know at Twitter, please. Uh, if you want to email me, my email is Chicago underscore 27 at hotmail.com. And this has definitely been fun for me. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing information and knowledge that I may have. Like I always say, I'm not a beginner. I'm not an expert but there is a strong chance I may know something you don't. The weather's getting warmer. Uh, it looks like it's starting to break. We had some stupidly cold, unseasonably cold weather last week with this little mini polar vortex that popped in. And I'm excited for warm weather. Today was almost 65 degrees Fahrenheit here in the Chicago area. It's getting greener, the leaves are getting bigger and fuller, and it's gonna be nice. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm also looking forward to going to San Diego in less than a few months. I'm taking a family trip, and I'll let you know. I'll take you along. I will do, I think I'm gonna have to do two shows from California, and if I don't have my laptop, I will do something on my phone. It may be pretty unprofessional. I won't have my setup here, but that's cool. I'm still gonna get something out. I'm gonna tell you what I'm buying and what's going on. So that leads me to tell you one thing I thought about today is to focus on what you can control. You can't control what other people say or do. And this is something I'm trying to get better at, especially driving in traffic. If somebody cuts me off or somebody does something that just makes me angry. I have to stop, take a breath, say they probably don't know me. They're probably just a jerk. And you know, there's a George Carlin quote where he says, did you ever notice that anybody driving faster than you is a maniac and anybody driving slower than you is a moron? Well, ain't that the truth? I feel like that so many times each and every day. And I drive for my work, so I'm on the roads quite a bit. But anyways, as I was saying, so focus on what you can control. You can't control what other people say or do. You can only control how you react to those people and what they say and do. And you can only control how you live your life and I suppose what you do and how you raise your children. And with that, just focus on being better. That's it, just focus on being better than you were yesterday. That's what I do in any aspect, whether it's in something with my wife, whether it's financial, uh, at my job, any way, shape or form that you can be better than you were yesterday and the world will certainly start to look like a better place. So we played the game Dominion, this card game that I heard about. We bought it, we tried it, the wife and I learned it, and we played it by ourselves a few times, and now we're gonna try and teach the kids. Uh, begrudgingly, they kinda don't wanna learn, but I think they will have fun. If you don't know what Dominion is, uh, it's, it's too hard to explain. The best thing I would say is, again, go to YouTube, uh, type in Dominion card game, and there's people giving tutorials on there. 
And now I'm going to give you my song of the show. So this is a song that makes me smile. I like giving out songs right here in the first probably 50 episodes. There's so many songs. I love music. I don't just hear music. I feel music. I feel it deep down in my soul and in my heart. So there was a song by a band that my mother loved when I was a kid. Well, I guess she still does. I guess she played them when I was a kid. And that band is Leonard Skinnerd. The song is Simple Man. It's from the 1970s. Uh, my mom was such a big fan of Leonard Skinner that apparently when she was in high school, everyone called her Leonard. So that was a different time and a different place and before I was born. So I would love for you to go to YouTube and type in Leonard Skinner, Simple Man, and check it out. All right, I'm going to get out of here. And remember, everyone you meet has something to teach you.